Welcome to Passionate and Prosperous, the only podcast about creating success in your life and business by using your voice, gifts, and skills to do the work that lights you up, make money, and have massive impact in the world. This show teaches coaches, creatives, and service-oriented human beings how to trust in yourself and leverage your unique message, experience, and expertise to attract your ideal audience, create clients, and organically build your soul-aligned business. I'm your host, mindset and business strategy coach, Stacey Brass Russell, and I can't wait to help you to set yourself up for success and use your passion to create the prosperous life and business that you truly desire. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Passionate and Prosperous. I'm excited about what I am going to be talking to you about today. I think it's going to really help a lot of you. We're going to be talking about online business. Now, you might be thinking, but isn't that what you talk about all the time, Stacey? And it kind of is and it kind of isn't. And I think that it's going to be a very illuminating Um, show for you when it comes to helping you to kind of like tease apart what function the online space, the internet, the computer, um, what function it plays in your business. Because there are many different kinds of businesses that call themselves online. And there's a that word, it's very ubiquitous now, like online, online. And I think especially since the pandemic, which, you know, like if we can believe it was years ago, um, started years ago. I think that that there's some mis- misconceptions about like how the online space can function for you in your business and what it really takes to use it. So I thought I'd come in today and kind of break it down a little bit and and maybe help you to embrace like what you really want to do when it comes to client attraction. That's really what it's going to boil down to today. It's going to be a lot about where you're attracting clients. Um, before we do that, before we dive in to attracting clients and the online space, I want to let you know with great enthusiasm that Passionate and Prosperous Live, our community two-day in-person event, and I always like to give the disclaimer, there are virtual tickets available, which means you can attend it on Zoom. But I'm I'm really emphasizing and talking more robustly about the in-person event simply for selfish reasons, because I want you in the room, because that's why I'm investing so much money (laughs) to put the event on, is to give us an actual physical space where we can come together and where where we can really be in, in an energy that is not possible to create really you know, it's not possible to replicate the in-person energy um, in any other way. But anyway, Passionate and Prosperous Live is an unbelievable event full of valuable content. Day one is focusing on client attraction and building your yellow brick road, your your client attraction strategy, which if you've taken any of my workshops or classes, you know that that is a three-part system that's made up of attract, serve, convert. 
And uh, we're going to be really uh, like diving in to you, like what it takes to do that on day one. And then on day two, we're going to be going into uh, six-figure pathways. And I use six figures just as a, you know, it's kind of like a reference point. It doesn't mean that you have to want to have a six-figure business, but we're going to be going more into like offers and um, and how to actually see yourself, how to create that path to the revenue that you want in your business, as well as money mindset and the energetics behind who you need to be in order to achieve these incredible things that you would like to achieve in your business. So, you know, look, these are all things that in some way, shape, or form I talk about on the show. I do my different trainings and and, and workshops, and it's what I teach in in the Passionate and Prosperous Academy. Um, This is the ongoing stuff, client attraction, money mindset, offers, how to price your stuff, how to make money. But what I can tell you is when you come and and spend like the two solid days, when you immerse yourself in it, when you remove the distractions, when you, especially if you can come in person, when you change your environment. And you know what? For the people that do virtual, they get an email where I suggest if it's at all possible, change your environment, even if you're doing it on Zoom, like go to an Airbnb, um, do something that creates that retreat vibe for you because something really different and magical happens when you give yourself like this this runway, this chunk of time to really get into it with yourself and to really go beyond your like outgoing mind, to get much more into your intuition, into your authenticity, into like your your mission and your message. These are things that don't want to be, they don't expose themselves all the time, right? Like we as human beings, we're very protective of ourselves. And the way that your system works, your brain and your energy body is all this sort of really deep stuff, like what you really want and what you really believe you're here to do. And like all that knowledge and wisdom and all the answers that you actually already have, they're buried inside because because just to live in the world, just to like just to survive, get out, go out in the world, deal with people, um, you know, carry out your responsibilities, take care of your family members, you know, uh, just do the things that you have to do. That requires so much kind of, you know, uh, tough exterior and resilience and all of the important, juicy, vulnerable, um, deep stuff. It, it, It gets covered so that it can stay protected. And it doesn't really come out that easily. You need to like create an intentional um, environment for it to come out. And that's why I create these types of events. That's why it's it's a, an eight-hour day. And, and, you know, someone recently who was asking me about it and then she saw the hours and she was like, whoa, you know, that's a long day. I was like, I promise you it goes by so fast, like so, so, so fast, so fast. It's almost like there is no time in the unconscious and 
that's not an almost. That's true. There's no time in the unconscious. And such a big part of what we do is we try to like move beyond that outgoing brain and get more into the unconscious, subconscious, you know, deeper parts of you. And there's no time there. You're not sitting there going, oh my God, when is this going to be over? Or this is so long, you know, and it's very, very experiential and very engaging. Um, And it's, in my opinion, the only way to do what I just said. So that is on October 27th and 28th. This episode is dropping on uh, Wednesday, October 4th, dropping from the air into the world. And I know a lot of you listen to the show when it drops. So if you have not yet gotten a ticket, (laughs) one thing I want to know is like, why the fuck not? Why haven't you gotten a ticket? Uh, especially because it's available virtually as well. Um, and uh, and if you have any questions about it or you're not sure or you want me to like give you a little loving nudge to it, you know, shoot me an email, send me a message, whatever. Whatevs, I'm totally available to you, okay? All right, and with that, let's dive in to like, <laughs> this is not what the episode is going to be called, but what I was about to say was like, what the fuck is an online business? Um, online business is used a lot these days. And I think that it's misused because I think that, that people use that term to cover a whole bunch of things, including using social media for client attraction or, um, you know, uh, uh, having your, delivering your, your services on Zoom virtually, or, you know, using um, Facebook group or another like social network thing, like there's something called Mighty Networks and stuff like that um, to gather your people or to, you know, have content that you might make available to your clients, like in a library or of some sort, you know, video content all the way up to, Um, you know, digital products, like really selling things that are not delivered by a human, whether it's like, you know, in person or uh, in a Zoom room. And I think it can get really confusing to think about the online business space because also there's something in you that knows that, that the online space, like the AKA, the internet, the World Wide Web, right? That's what it's called. What does WWW stand for? The World Wide Web. There's something in you that knows that the World Wide Web makes it possible for you to reach people like that you wouldn't normally know or meet, right? There's something in you that knows that the World Wide Web, you know, it it opens up possibilities for you when it comes to like, like clients and and who you might attract and who you can work with. So so there's something in you that that gets that. That gets that what what the www does for you is it opens up more possibilities. And you've had the experience of going on social media and being like, "Oh my god, like I'm able to connect with like someone from, you know, another state or across the world or on the other side of the world, right? I've been talking to a um, uh, a woman who's going to start working with me who's in Australia. And when she, you know, booked the call, 
I like I hadn't even talked to her yet. And I was like, oh, my God, like this is definitely the most challenging time difference of like, you know, many of the time differences from New York City. Um, I've had other Australians, you know, not feel like they could join the academy because of the time difference. Anyway, she was, you know, I got on the call with her and she was like, oh, I'll get up at any time. I'll, 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 I'll get up in the middle of the night if I have to, to like have my coaching. And I was like, all right, sister, I love it. So what we know is that the World Wide Web opens us up, right? Um, and I think that, that there's some not like, not trickery or I don't know what the right word is, but there's something that is missing when a lot of the people that I talk to, right, by the time they get to me, something was missing when they got a coaching certification or during the pandemic when, you know, it seemed like if you were a yoga teacher, you should just like pivot and start teaching yoga on Zoom. Um, I think that there was a lot of misperception about how, oh, I was saying something about social media, but I was saying was it seems like that's the way to get to everyone in the world. But, and the the thing is, is that it is and is it, and it isn't. <laughs> like it is and it isn't. It is if you do certain things, but it's not if you don't, right? And so I think so many people, especially during the pandemic, you know, got this like, you know, burst of, um, of possibility that the, that the internet and, uh, the virtual world, the online space was going to just like make it possible to find all the clients and make all the money. And then what so many people experience is it's not that easy. It's not that easy. And I also don't think that everybody really understands what an online business truly is. So here's what I'm going to tell you. And maybe, look, you, you could also say like, Stacey Brass Russell, you're not the boss. Like you don't, you know, you're not the end all be all. And I don't believe what you're saying. You can say that. But here's what I'm going to tell you. In, in my opinion, if I was really going to define a business as an online business, an online business, I would define that business as a business that does not involve human live interaction, like a human being connecting with another human being. I would consider a purely online business to be, for example, if I had an Etsy store and all I did was like have people go to my Etsy store and buy something or any other product like that. That's a fully online business, right? A product, uh, you know, buying something off of a website, that is an online business. It just runs, you're, you know, maybe you're delivering the product, like you got to package it and mail it, but it's not you delivering a service to a, a human being. Um, and then another version of that, if it's a service, is that you're selling a product, like you're selling a pre-recorded or some sort of done-for-you situation, again, where you're not involved. You're not having calls with people. You're not leading sessions. You're not one-on-one. -on -one, you're not even delivering a live group experience. 
But what you are doing is selling a done-for-you, evergreen, pre-recorded course, product, whatever. And the way that you get people to that is they either find it on a on a website or they find it by, you know, clicking on something, the product itself, the service itself, or some sort of free thing that brings them into your funnel. And the way that they find that website or find that funnel is that you invest money in ads. And those ads could be either on Facebook, you know, or Google, essentially, right? Those are like the two places. So Facebook, Instagram ads are only advertising within the platform, right? Within the social media platform. They, I think they also have ads on like Pinterest, right? So there's there's platform-specific ad buying, and then there's Google ads, right? Which is more of like a search engine, right? So if I enter in something I want, I enter a life coach into a Google search, a, a, a paid ad, a life coach that has a paid ad is going to pop up probably before someone who doesn't, okay? So a fully online business, and again, this is like as per Stacey Brass Russell in this moment for this episode, because I think it's going to help you, is a business that exists online that human beings only are behind the scenes. They're this, they're in the systems part. They're in the behind the scenes. They're running the ads. They're investing the money. Um, they're, or they are, you know, upkeeping the platform and uh, sending out the thing when someone buys it, so on and so forth, right? So I just want you to hold that for a moment, like, like take it in. And the reason for that is that I think that if any aspect of your business involves you and you delivering something live, you showing up on, you know, like on a webinar or on a challenge or on a masterclass or whatever you want to call it, if you're the one leading the the, the services, the classes, or showing up one-on-one, whether it's on, you know, Zoom or the phone, um, even if you're using social media to attract people, even if you're using Zoom, whatever, if you're delivering anything to other people, whether it's on social media or on Zoom or whatever, that is not a fully online business. That's a business that's utilizing the 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 benefits of of the fact that online exists. It's making it possible for you to work with that person from somewhere else, another state, another country, another part of the world. Amazing that with virtual technology, you can reach people, you can connect with them, you can have that session, they can be in your program, they can see you on social media, all of that. But as soon as your business is that you're not, is that you're not just behind the scenes and people are buying products from, from you, whether they're physical products or, or uh, service-based products, you don't have an online business. You don't have a fully online business. You have a hybrid business. And I think that 
a lot of people come into the coaching space or the service space, right? Whatever you do, it doesn't have to be coaching. It could be that you, whatever that, you know, people call it B2B. I don't like B2B, but like, you know, like human, you and another human (laughs) connecting and you delivering or doing what you do. You talk to them. It's a personalized thing. Even if they join your group program or some sort of a thing that you're showing up, there's Q&A or there's coaching or there's sessions or there's conversations, whatever. It's not an exclusively online business. To me, an online business is a business that you have no idea who's buying your shit. They're just going through a pipeline. They're getting it. They're doing it. And you don't even know. You don't even know who they are. Right? But if you're delivering the service, if you're showing up in a live now, you know, do people get really big in their businesses? Like I was recently on a Zoom with a big coach that, you know, that I follow and I went to her Zoom and there were 350 people on the Zoom. So, you know, is she going to know every one of those people or their names? You know, no. And I think if those people were paying to be in her program, this was a free thing. I think if people were paying to be in her program, even if she has a lot of people at once in a live program, because she has live programs, she has masterminds, she has courses. I believe that that it's more likely than not that she would know who those people were, that she would somehow connect with them, that they would be able to ask her a question or talk to her, Right. So there's a huge difference between somebody buying something and doing it completely isolated by themselves and somebody buying something that a human being is going to be supporting them around and, and, or, or selling to them directly, right? Like a discovery call or whatever. So lots of, lots of amazing heart-centered um, individuals that may not even think of themselves as entrepreneurs yet um, get ready to have a business. Someone told them, oh my God, it's so easy to have an online business. You just have to throw a course together and put it out there and everyone's going to buy it and you're going to make, you know, tons of money. And what they don't tell you is that you either have to, you know, run that engine with dollars to build an, an email list. So then you're creating a free lead magnet and you're running ads to that and getting people into your email list. And then you need a robust campaign in within your email list. You have to be really good at writing a sales sequence, right? Like, so, so there's all of these things that go into whether or not you can have a business that we would call an online business that, that essentially you're not the one that you're not the the face-to-face or delivering, but there's a ton of of stuff that has to be in place for that to happen, right? And that's a lot of writing, a lot of knowing how to create the right sales pages, landing pages, email sequences, get people into the email, all of that, right? It's a system. It's a system. If you are not having that kind of business, Yet, and and this is what I talk about all the time, I say it's very unlikely that you can just start out the gate with that. So if you're doing what I recommend and what many other very, very successful and also believable (laughs) and trustworthy 
uh, mentors and coaches say, you would start with delivering your um, service live, even if the goal was to eventually get to that automated evergreen place, you would start delivering because if you didn't have the capital, right, enough money to just run that machine, run ads, get all that fancy automation dialed in, you know, professionally record yourself and blah, blah, blah. The way to do it organically and without a huge investment and like to build an audience, right, of of those initial people that are going to invest, that are going to become your sort of core um, crew, right? Like your core crew, those core people that are going to make those first handful of investments with you, that that is not a purely online business. You may meet some of them online. You may deliver to them online, but they're real people that you are connecting with. I mean, the people who are buying the done for you are real also. They're not fake, but this is a different, a different business model. It is an online component because you're like, wait a minute, the the World Wide Web, social media, this is a way that I can find people and attract them. And that is definitely true. But to do it entirely on social media and the internet, to attract global people that don't have a connection to you already, whether, you know, anything up to six degrees, right? You know that old thing, six degrees, right? Six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Anything beyond that, finding those people that are random out there in the world, that is not that easy. And you cannot rely on that to run a business unless you're doing the, the, the first option, which is spending like thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars running ads. Or you wake up one day and you're like, you know what? I want to be a social media influencer. I love social media so much. I want to spend hours and hours of the day on social media. I love creating content. It literally feels like what I was born to do. I love making reels. I love editing shit. I love all of that. I love putting captions and making stuff look good and putting music to it. And man, that's how I want to spend my day. (laughs) If that's not what you're thinking, it's going to be really hard for you to become like some viral sensation on the internet and then have people wanting to buy from you right off social media. So there are people out there that call themselves social sellers. There are people out there that claim that they can tell you how to sell on social. And then the question is, what are you selling? Are you selling a done for you, you know, uh, automated product or are you selling a more high ticket service that again, are people seeing you post about your couple of thousand dollar offer on a story on Instagram and buying it? Or do they want to know more? Do they want to know more about you? Do they want to talk to you? And what are you delivering? Are you delivering something that that is you or already done? So again, every step of the way, the the model of, a, of an online business 
it, it kind of keeps changing. I was about to say disintegrating. It keeps degrading from online to all of these other components that are not exclusively online. Because in order to have an exclusively online business, you either have to pay for a lot of ads or you have to be a, a, like a massive content creator. So now at this point in what I'm saying, you might be thinking that what I just did was told you, fuck it, you can't have a business. That is not what I'm saying and that is not true. But what I am saying is unless you want to spend all that money on ads, automations, and, you know, basically eliminate yourself from the process, and unless you're like a a content fucking machine that makes the most unbelievable, you know, like social media content. I'm a content motherfucking machine, but my content is the shit that I deliver to you, like this show or like when you come to one of my trainings or workshops. I mean, man, you come in there and I am delivering high level content where I don't feel like investing as much time and energy and like making mind blowing content is for fucking social media. I just literally have no desire to do it. Am I on social media? I am. Do I think that like my social media content is like, you know, is going to rate a hundred by like a social media expert, like zero to 100? I do not. But I understand the purpose of social media in my business. And that's what we're going to start talking about in a, in a moment. So unless that is you and you're like a, a social media content, you know, creator, then you need to think about your business differently than just relying on social media. Because who is coming to you from social media? It's either people who you know already, who already are your friends and followers, or it's like maybe a new person here and there if you use the right hashtag or if Instagram or Facebook decides to, or if Meta decides to show one of your posts to like more people, right? But amassing or gathering a large audience of people globally that you don't have a connection to is something that is not that easy to do. And it takes, here's the key, the not the key, but the next part, it takes a long time. I know someone recently who like, um, you know, decided that he wanted to go all in on a Facebook group as his number one way that he, you know, like attracts clients. And he decided Facebook group. He, you know, found out about a coaching company that specializes in Facebook group building businesses through a Facebook group. He invested a lot of money in their program. And one of the things that they have you do is run ads to your Facebook group, right? So even in this whole thing where they're like, we can teach you how to like find clients and sell in a Facebook group, there's still that piece, which is how are the people finding the Facebook group? How are they coming into your group? Now, there is a truth about social media. There is a truth about Facebook groups and about social media, which is when you like... Like, for example, let's say someone's group is really, really active and there's a lot going on in there and, 
you know, there's a lot of activity. Is there something with the algorithm where Facebook starts to show your group to more people, meaning suggested? I'm sure you've all been on the app and you've been suggested, like they suggest something to you. Well, how do you get suggested something? Well, it's when the algorithm picks something up that is like that Facebook thinks, wow, people like this. It's popular. It's good for them. It's good for them to show you something that has value or that's good. So that's where the algorithm like is an algorithm. I know you, I, you know, you've heard me say before, like, I don't want you to get all caught up in algorithms because there's not much you can do about the algorithm other than show up all the time and be consistent and create really great content and get a lot of, um, you know, a lot of engagement and, and people really wanting your content. And then that is how the algorithm might like pick you up or do something It has nothing to do with like time of day. It's not like if you post at 4 p.m. instead of 7 p.m. that the algorithm is fucking with you. That's not what it means. The algorithm is based on people wanting your content. That's it. The algorithm is that Facebook and Instagram want to showcase or highlight or push out content that people are validating that they like. So when you make a post on on a social media platform, the 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 longevity or the legs of it, like how long it'll keep kind of generating, you know, like showing up in people's feeds and and whatever is determined in those first few minutes after it gets put out. Right? All right, so this isn't about this is not an uh, an episode about social media algorithms, but So, uh, because what I'm trying to do here is show you how it all breaks down from being a fully online business to a business where you're using the online space. You're using the free aspects of it to what? This is the key to the whole episode. To try and attract people, right? And to build your authority and provide like your like show that you're a professional or an expert or whatever you want to call it so that you can move those people further along your yellow brick road so that you can get them onto your email list so that you can catch their attention and then nurture them right in the in the client attraction system the yellow brick road three part system that I teach in everything I do, it's the part that we call serve, right? It's the building of the no love and trust. And then eventually the idea is that you're building relationships with people. So the reason why I wanted to uh, do this episode today, now I'm going to kind of switch gears a little bit, is that I recently ran a four-day free thing, a four-day accelerator called 10K in 10 Weeks, which actually, for the people that participated in that, we're actually still supporting them, like you. I know a lot of you are listening to this episode, where in my Facebook group, we're sort of like staying accountable for the 10 weeks, right? So the accelerator was to set you up with a plan for how you're going to take massive action so that you could, um, you know, generate that $10,000. We talked about what it takes to do that. We talked about the math. We talked about the actions. And then for the people who upgraded to VIP, we had a workshop called Make It Happen, 
where I talked about the energetics and the mindset and like what you need to do every single day if you want to be a successful um, business owner, entrepreneur especially, for yourself. So we, you know, we're doing that right now. And and whenever I do one of these trainings and whatever I get, um, I get to interact with my with my community with with people out there, and that is amazing because it's how I get to hear what I need to help you with, or what where there's confusion, or where you struggle, or where you know you where where you think there's something that you don't know, you don't know how, and then I get to come on the show or in my trainings and whatever. I mean, this is also how I come up with what we're doing at passion and prosperous live. It's also how I come up with what's in the academy. The academy is my dream program. And just so you know, you can join the academy today. You can be in the passion and prosperous academy today if you want to be. Passionate and prosperous academy is always available. It's open enrollment. Now, if you think you want to be in the passion and prosperous academy, and it's now, or by the time you're listening to this episode, it's already October 4th and the Academy, uh, I mean, the um, Passion and Prosperous Live is on October 27th and 28th, then sign up for that because from that event, I'm going to be making an offer to join the Academy for the absolute best price that you could get, plus a whole shitload of bonuses. I was actually working on the bonuses today and getting like, pretty excited about like, but those things are only available like if you like come to the event. And so since we're so close to the event, if you're interested in joining the academy, come to the event and then you're going to not only be able to join the academy, but you're going to be able to have all of the stuff that I'm, that I'm adding on as bonuses, right. For joining, um, at the event. All right. So the passion and prosperous academy has everything in it that I could ever think of. And I'm constantly adding new content and new, you know, trainings in there. And, and, and how do I know what I need and what to do? It's because I'm in it with my people. I'm in it with you. I create all of these, 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 these opportunities for us to connect so that I can hear what you need. And then I create it. I create free stuff. I create this podcast. And then of course I create stuff that's in the academy that I don't offer for free. I'm not an idiot. Um, and, you know, and so it all works. Like there's lots of different ways that you can get what you need. A shitload of support. Um, so anyway, um, and so one of the things that came out of the 10K that I, you know, really kind of understood again, it's not like I never understood this before, was that I think that many of you don't realize that you need to use the real world for your business and not only the internet unless you're going to do what I said in the beginning. Run ads and do a completely done for you, low ticket, you know, or mid ticket item, product, service that's an evergreen and spend a shitload of money on the automations and the ads. Or unless you're just like, going to go all in on social media and you want to like go invest, don't invest with me. If you want someone who's like, I do, we have a train, we have trainings in the Academy on social media, but what I train you to use social media for is to, is to put your message out there and speak to your ideal clients and get them wanting 
to then come to your stuff that you do offline, not offline, like only in person, but I mean, off the internet, like get them off of social media, get them into a zoom room with you or get them into a real room with you, like passion and prosperous live, or get them onto your email list so that then you can like direct email them. Right? So what I teach the business model I teach is how to use social media to get people then into your house right? Social media is not your house. Social media is Mark Zuckerberg's house, you guys. So when you're connecting with people on social media, I want you to imagine that you're at Mark Zuckerberg's party at his house. You can think of it as like a big fucking house because I'm sure it is. I'm sure it's like a, a, a mega mansion, okay? And I want you to imagine that when you're at social, when you're at at, at on social media, you're at Mark Zuckerberg's house and you're talking to his guests. And then like someone goes, oh, I really like you. Or I really like what you do. Hey, let's have plans outside of here, <laughs> right? Let, hey, hey, let's get out of here, right? That's them going on your email list or that's them coming to a, like a webinar or a workshop or, you know, or something on Zoom with you. But for as long as you're only connecting with people on social media, remember, you're at Mark's house, not your house. So what I teach people is how to get people out of Mark's house, <laughs> right? I teach you how to get them out of Mark's house and go to your house, right? Come over to my house. And so what you have to remember is that Social media, like if you want to be someone who uses social media for, oh, oh, here's the other thing I was going to say. All of those social sellers who tell you that all they do is sell high ticket shit off of Instagram story. I, there's, there's two things that I can tell you here. Number one, if they don't have an email list, they're idiots. And number two, if they're not an idiot, they have an email list and they're not actually telling you the full story. <laughs> okay. All right. So anyway, so there's only using the internet and that's not only social media, but it's Google ads to a website or a funnel or whatever. Um, or there's a hybrid where you're using social media to meet people at, uh, at someone else's party. And then you're figuring out how to move them into your house, into your social, you know, your um, email list or your Zoom or your, you know, thing that's not on social media, okay? Or to something in person with you. And then you're delivering some component of that, whether it's the conversation to get them in, whether it's one-on-one -on -one services, even if it's a group program and it's hybrid. Like the Academy has an unbelievable library of pre-recorded content, okay? But, I mean, it's got classes and replays of things I've taught, and then it's got, a, you know, like templates and all kinds of things. But then I deliver in the Academy. You're with me. You're with me. We have two big, juicy calls, you know, in the Academy a month. We have deep dives. You know, we have all this, with the, the, it's a live program. You can watch replays, but you get to be with me. You get to literally get coached by me and ask me questions. That's not an online business. It is because we're doing it virtually. It is because we're doing it on Zoom. So does that make it an online business? Yeah, I guess it does. But I think that when people use the term online business, 
they're not remembering that just because you deliver your services that people pay for on Zoom, that your business is not technically a purely online business if you need to attract people to you in other ways other than by running ads or just posting on social media. And what are those ways? Those ways are meeting people in real life, getting out of your fucking house and going to the kind of places that your ideal clients also are, which brings me to like, the this is going to be the, the, the sort of like final component of today's episode that I was getting a little riled up about when I was preparing. Um, but I'm going to get to that in a second. So it's going out of your house and talking to people. It's joining networking groups and going to networking events, even if they're virtual. There's a huge difference between being in the in an intentional space of networking and just showing up online. Those are not the same thing, showing up on social media. So there's networking in person and online. There's real referrals. There's people. There are real people for you to build relationships with that can become referral partners. There are people for you to know and do joint activities with, whether it's email list swaps or doing summits or going live on each other's pages. Um, You know, there's so many human-based strategies that go into building a business unless you are investing tens of thousands of dollars in ads. That's it, you guys. It's either tens of thousands of dollars in ads and automations, and I don't feel like being in my business. I just want to deliver shit like via a pre-recorded product, or there's humans. So even if you deliver your services, okay, like I will not have delivered anything in person as of, you know, when I go to Passion Prosperous Live since last Passion and Prosperous Live, because I didn't do any live, other live in-person events myself. I went to them. I went to numerous events in the last year. I invest in going to be in the room because I believe in it so much. From the minute we were allowed, from the minute it was like (laughs) semi-safe to go, even if I had to wear a mask, Okay, from the minute I could go to an in-person event again, I did and continue to do so. I still have, I'm going my event, I have my event, and then I'm going to an event, an in-person event at the end of November in Austin, Texas, a big coaches event. Okay, so, so we have to, we have to, even if we're delivering our services over Zoom, Even when I have a one-on-one client that lives in New Jersey and we meet on Zoom, I don't consider my business to be an exclusively online business because if I was only relying on getting clients that didn't have any connection to me whatsoever from the World Wide Web that didn't that didn't have a friend of a friend, right? That's remember, that's the other way that social media works you're less likely to just get rando strangers from all over the world than you are friend of a friend, right? 
Facebook recommends people to you. You should be friends with this person. Why do you think they do? It's not that like they interviewed them and thought, oh, Stacy would really get along with this person. They're recommending them to you because you have a bunch of mutual friends. So they're assuming that there's a connection there. So building your network on, on Facebook or Instagram, one of the ways that you have to do it is by using those mutual connections. Seeing who has a bunch of the same friends as you, friend them, follow them, right? But that takes a lot of work. That's like manual effort. It's sitting on the platform and looking at who's liking who and who seems to be friends with who and then looking at that and saying, hmm, that would be a logical person for me to try to be friends with or whatever. And that is manual. That is not automated. So is it happening inside the online space? It is. But it's still you doing it. And I think that a lot of people start their businesses and they think that social media is some magic tool, magic place, and you just have to post and post anything. And, you know, I'm here to tell you, yeah, you should post whatever you want. I'm, you know, I don't think your posts have to, I don't think we should make our posts precious. I don't think that it's worth spending you know, hours agonizing and aching over a single social media post. And on the other hand, your content is very important if you want to use social media for your business. And that's why in the academy and what we do at Passion and Prosperous Live is we actually look at messaging and niche. That's what I was about to go to. So your niche and your messaging are critically important for you to get any traction in your business, period, and especially online. And the way that that matters is that your content that you create, because what is social media? Like, you can just hide behind the scenes and go try to chat with people. But you know as well as I do that when someone tries to do that and they just try to chat with you and they have nothing of value showing on their feed they're clearly not using the platform for anything other than sending DMs. You don't like it. You're like, ew, get the fuck away from me. Right? Who, who might you be even remotely open to like connecting with? It's when you look at their, at their uh, uh, profile and you see that they're actually doing something, creating some sort of value. Then you might be like, hmm. So you have to remember that like, your content is super important on social media. You can't just post inspirational, you know, sunset photos with a quote saying, you know, you've got this. You can't just repost Oprah's shit. You have to have your own stuff that relates to your message, your niche, your ideal clients, and it's got to be on brand. It really does. So, so using the online space to attract clients takes effort. It's not automated. It's not just post, you know, here and there. It's not post crappy shit that no one knows what you're talking about or what you do. It's got to be like relatively on point. Now, there's a huge spectrum for what that is. So some people have to learn how to do that. The people that come to work with me have to learn how to do it. And I teach it. Again, like I said, 
I don't teach that you should spend all your time on social media and nothing else. I teach that you have to build relationships. I teach that in addition to social media, you have to be out in the world. You have to put yourself out there in other ways. You have to go into your community. You have to talk to people that know you. And what I'm here to tell you is that, and this is the final thing I'm going to talk about on the episode, is about your niche. If you have some idea that you can make a niche for yourself or decide on a niche and what you do that is working with either a demographic or type of person that you have no real life connection to or contact with, and you think you're going to do that entirely online unless you are going to go the route of the huge investment, it's not going to work. So many people that come to me that have convoluted their niches, that have started making up all kinds of shit that they think is going to be a more marketable niche or that's going to, that they heard is a money-making niche or, you know, they just have an idea that they want to do X, Y, and Z, but they are not able to tell me where those people are right now. Do they know anyone that needs their services right now, that service in that niche? Do they know where they are? Do they know how to go find them? If the answer is no, then what I'm here to tell you is that's not a good niche for you. There is no way that you're that 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 you can have a niche that isn't very very intertwined with who you are and who you encounter and who you have access to. There's very little chance that if you don't build a niche around that, that, that you're going to be able to get any leverage or traction with it. So it's very important that when you think about how you're going to attract clients, that you try to think of your business as a hybrid business, that you are attracting clients, not only from the internet, because that is possible, but also from the places that you can actually be in the real world. And I and I I have to say this again because I know it's confusing. That includes a Zoom. But if it's a curated space that someone said, I'm putting on a networking event and I'm gathering these people, right? So again, that's not random. It's not accidental. It's not an algorithm. It's not social media. It's somebody putting that together. It's a room. It's a virtual room on Zoom, but it's not the same thing as social media. And I think that this is the big problem, is that people do not understand that Zoom rooms and social media, Facebook and Instagram, are not the same thing. A Zoom room is an intentionally curated space that you go in with another person or a group of people. Facebook is not, unless you have a Facebook group. And even if you cultivate a Facebook group and you, you make that your room, anyone who works with me knows, I'm like, don't leave it there. It's still a room in Mark's house. You have a nice big bedroom in Mark's house. That's a Facebook group. It's a bedroom in Mark's house. So even if you do that, you still have to get people into your own room. Your Zoom room, it's your room. Your email list, it's your room. And a real room, a, 
the, the, a Passion and Prosperous live event in the village, in a room, in a real place. Those are rooms. Your house. Your office. Your Zoom room can be an office. But anything that is on social media is not your room. And, and it is going to be harder to make real connections with people if you're only focusing on social media. Unless, of course, that's, we said in the beginning, that's what you love so much that you're like, oh my God, I just want to stay on social media and I just want to like look for people and I want to like follow people and then message them and then, and that's what I want to do and I want to create lots of content all day long. Like if that is not you, and I'm telling you that basically no one that comes to work with me wants that. And so then what they struggle with is, where am I getting clients? And that's what I'm here to tell you. You might attract some people from social media, but you have to use real life. Real life. Introductions. Meeting people through other people. Being in other people's rooms, except not only Mark Zuckerberg's. Being in other people's rooms. Making friends that have communities, sharing communities. I just sent out an email to my email list yesterday in real time, not on October 3rd, <laughs> in the real life time, um, promoting my friend Maurice's free masterclass because I think it's going to be awesome. And she's a copywriter. So I'm sharing my audience with her, right? I've been on people's summits. Um, you know, I've been on people's podcasts. This is audience sharing, right? It's, it's, you know, and again, having a podcast as a client attraction tool and a, and a way of, you know, serving and having someone get to know me, that's not on social media. I have to promote the podcast and I do that on social media so that I can hopefully get more listeners, but it's only one of the ways because everyone knows that the best way to promote a podcast is to be on other people's podcasts. That promoting podcasts on social media is actually one of the slowest ways to grow a podcast. So this whole idea that you are going to come out of the gate and build a business off of social media, it's very disappointing when you find out that like, it's not that easy. And that you have to get people in the room with you. And that you should do a hybrid even if the room is the Zoom room, but even better, make it, make it a tribrid. <laughs> I made that up. Do something in person, do talks, go out, offer to be the speaker at your local, you know, chamber meeting, go do things, put yourself out there as well as create your own online events, an online workshop, an online talk, an online challenge that may, you may utilize social media for some of that, but make sure that you get people off of it. Because if you're not just doing a fully automated business, do not underestimate the importance of being a human being in your business and what that really means. And what it means is finding any way that you can to connect with people 
and finding any way that you can to meet people. I went to this awesome thing on Saturday night here in the city, an art, it was called Art Bath, a salon, an immersive performance experience. What did I do? I went, I knew some people, I was standing in a cluster. One woman, you know, says, She's um, a yoga teacher. So everyone, you know, rearranges and goes, oh, you have to talk to Stacy." Then I'm talking to her, find out she's an actress, right? I'm like, oh, I was on Broadway. Talk to her a little more. What do you do? Uh, now I'm a business coach for wellness professionals and yoga teachers. And she like lights up. Oh my God. So she's coming to Passion and Prosperous Live. That was a real life connection, right? So It's not like I got 20 people that night to come. It's one person at a time. And I've built a business that's made well over a million dollars by doing it that way. And it's a profitable business because I don't spend tens of thousands of dollars a month on ads to have an automated business that eliminates human beings. So I hope that this episode helped you, your brain, to really comprehend what online means, what an online business is, and whether or not you truly have an online business. You might utilize the online space for certain elements of your business. You might have a virtual business to some degree because you meet your clients on Zoom and stuff and you don't meet them in person, like literally, like in, you know, sitting face to face with them. It's important for you to know the difference between all of these terms and words so that you can think about your business in a way that's going to serve you so that you can figure out what are the right activities for you to do in order to what? Attract the kind of clients that will then pay you for your services. That's it. That's what a business is. Attracting the right kind of people and having them pay for your offer. And where those people come from is the key because you could have the best offer in the world, but if you have no one to buy it, it doesn't matter. And that's what business is. Where do you want to find your people? And if you want to find them only online, you have to do certain things for that that I think a lot of you don't want to do. Got it? You catching my drift? You picking up what I'm putting down? So you've got to find the people. And I wouldn't rely entirely on the internet for that. I would do it all. I call it the levers. I'd pull all the levers. I'd get out in the world, talk about what you do, make sure you're in environments where your ideal clients are. And I would do the same thing in the virtual world. I'd get in rooms, curated rooms, be in networking groups, offer to be places, ask if you can join things. And then when it comes to social media, know your shit, know your niche, know your message, create valuable content. And if you don't think you know how to do all of those things that I just said, here's the best news. It's literally what I teach and it's how I coach people. I coach people on the mindset of how to be who they want to be in the world. And I mentor and teach all of these things. You need it both. You need the mentorship and the teaching, but then you need the shit to back it up. The energetic stuff, right? The mindset stuff, the, the, the real coaching. 
to really, really like, like get deeply connected to like who you really are and what you really do and what you really want and why, so that you can be the best version of that. Because that's a huge part of what will attract clients to you. Not automated bullshit and not janky, not great posts. And the way to make posts that do something for you is that you've got to be deeply, deeply, deeply into yourself and what you do. You got to be like high on yourself. You got to think you're amazing. You've got to know what the fuck you do and you got to do all your mindset work to get out of your imposter syndrome and out of your scarcity and out of your desperation and out of your stories and out of so that what you do post is like fire. That's the episode. So um, I hope I'm going to see you at Passion and Prosperous Live. I'll see you if you do virtual. I We nailed it last year. I had my iPad with me. I was able to like see, and you know, we did a little bit where I, I could talk to the people on Zoom. So anyway, you know, if you want to do virtual, do virtual. If you can get in the room, come on, get in the room. Find someone to stay with if money's an issue. The event itself is not expensive. It's $197 to be in the room for two days. And I buy you lunch on Saturday. All right, folks, I am out of here. I am sending you all the love. If you have questions about this, if this is stimulating to you, if you like, you know, email me, Um, make sure you're on my email list. We send out podcast emails. Uh, Join my Facebook group. There's there's shit going on in there. It's it's passion and prosperous. Like shouldn't be confusing to you to find me. All right. All right. With that, I am out and I'll be in your headphones next week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Passionate and Prosperous with me, Stacey Brass Russell. If you like what you're listening to, please make sure you're following or subscribing. And if you're on Apple, that's the little plus sign on the top right so that you get notified when new episodes drop every Wednesday. As always, I'm sending you love and high vibes. And remember, life is hard and there's always something you can do about it.